contrary to popular belief and what a lot of people were hoping, no, I didn't die. In a world where laughter was king on the edge of space. Ludicrous speed! Go! We get together, have a few laughs. Masters of the Universe! Hey, this is Michelle Miller from Mentors on the Mic podcast, where I interview accomplished mentors in the entertainment industry on how they started and how they moved up. And you're listening to Cinemasters of the Universe podcast. Uh, yeah, man. What? What? How the hell have you been? We haven't. Uh, we haven't recorded an episode in uh, some time. Most. Most of the summer, we kind of took like an unplanned summer vacation. Really, the Cinemasters. We took. We took a little. It was a sabbatical. Yeah, we took a sabbatical. Yeah, we did. We didn't announce it. We didn't really plan it. It just kind of happened with. Uh, with with all of the uh, stresses and day to day life and and you know with the realities of COVID and social unrest and uh, no movies really to talk about yeah <laughs> and riots in the streets <laughs> riots just burning buildings burning down. cities to the ground yeah yeah I mean so like we we decided to just kind of step back a little bit. Uh, spend some time with our families. Uh, do do a, a a surprising amount of day drinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> due yeah. to the and heroin day heroin. <laughs> Usually it was just at night. More but black day heroin, heroin than great. usual. Day heroin. I gotta say, best kind of heroin there is. Day heroin. Best kind of heroin. <laughs> Doing it during the day. Whew. Really makes things pop. This is the best, man. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, a little NTI, little at home learning. Yeah, with your children oh, all on heroin. God. You're like, oh, yeah. I you, you had uh, you had texted me, and uh, you, you kind of cracked me up. You said like, I I kind of understand. Like, if this continues the way things are going, like I I could see myself Jonathan Brandising <laughs> this. Yeah, <laughs> and I I'm I am the I am the pioneer. The pioneer of the hashtag not me too not me too anti suicide Jonathan Brandon's right. campaign. Exactly. <clears throat> Taken too and, soon. Man, I tell you, with uh with all that we've had kind of at the uh, forefront, it's like, mm, is there a reason to get up tomorrow? Because <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. It's been a rough go, man. And you know, like mo- movies has always been sort of our little respite. Uh, through the reg, you know, just like your ordinary 2019 pre-COVID, uh, you know, life, <laughs> you could always fall back on new movies. You know, you'd have a couple of new movies to rely on every week, uh, whether it be theatrical or you know, home video, what have you. Netflix had some uh, has offerings. Uh, there's just all kinds of fun content, and it just all dried up as of uh, April, I guess. May, April, May was, you know, yeah. when the when the bigger movies were going to start coming out. Uh, they didn't. They started getting pushed back at first a couple of months, uh, then then full on the next year, and then before you knew it, uh, we were looking forward to Scoob. Uh, <laughs> And Scoob was the height of our excitement. 
all f- other I films. I can't freaking wait for an animated <laughs> Scooby movie, guys. <laughs> Squeezing the last juice out of that turnip. We finally got something. We're so desperate for. A lone ray of hope. Yeah, a lone ray of hope. An Shining olive through branch. through the darkness. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's wild because Bill and Ted 3, a.k.a. Bill and Ted Face the Music, is a movie I never really thought I'd ever see. It's, it's a flick that probably going back to the, it, it for sure, the early 2000s, you know, you would hear things, or you'd read things online. There would be rumblings. There would be rumblings uh, of, uh, you know, like, well, Keanu would be willing to do it. Uh, but where the hell's, you know, uh, Alex Winter? Like, you know, he's, you, does anybody know where Alex Winter is? And Is he still alive? <laughs> and he's, he's actually... You know, it turns out he's he's thriving as a director. You know, he's he's creating yes, he content, is. just not in front of the camera anymore. You don't really realize that because he just stopped making movies after Bogus Journey, and he, you know he was in another movie. Uh, this, you know, like I remember when it came out, I was kind of like, oh, I'll be happy to see that. It was like Freaked, where he, I think he wrote and uh, he uh, he he for sure directed and starred in and he may he probably wrote it as well and uh, that that came out in 93 and it was just a weird little comedy that just didn't click for me there there wasn't enough air guitar <laughs> to save the movie yeah. there certainly was a lacking of keanu reeves and then you know those two guys together are just such a such a wonderful duo the chemistry between the two of them like you just can't have one without the other a tour de force. Unless it's a John Wick movie in which, you know, Alex doesn't get the call. <laughs> yeah, or like, hey, should we should we get Alex involved in this? Ah, you know, he could for got, sure kick some fake ass <clears throat> in that flannel. He's got some things. Going cut off on. midriff. You mean you telling me he couldn't pretend kick a little ass? He totally he could. could. Probably, he, could probably, he could probably kick a little ass. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, but so. yeah, so we get this news, you know, and like you know it's it's one of those movies i just never thought i'd see it's like it's up there with like beetlejuice goes hawaiian or ghost like a new ghostbusters movie which we end up did getting uh and independence day 2 which again we ended up, we did eventually end up getting once they stopped waiting for will smith it's like fuck it let's just make this movie with the best we can <laughs> and then they didn't <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do a good job they made it yeah. It was, well, they got everybody was, uh, else. They they get it was Judd Hirsch and and uh, 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 you know Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. They were like, man, what was the heck? for what sure is Bill there? Pullman up to these days? Uh, <laughs> you, got, you got Doctor Ian Malcolm. He back. was in it. <laughs> he stopped doing uh, app commercials and 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 drunken ads for Apple. <laughs> yeah, he was like, hey, uh, I know you're busy with all these apartments.com ads. Yeah. Um, but would you like to come do a movie with us? Maybe I don't know. We'll pay Maybe you a little feature feature presentation. We'll at least feature. feed you and 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 send an Uber for you to and from. We'll get you a new fancy pair of glasses. Oh yeah, we'll get you. We'll get all. We'll get you all the dark button up shirts you can handle. We got a whole room full of shiny things you can look at. <laughs> Uh, but Bill and Ted face the music, a movie that's on was both on both of our radars for some time. Uh, yes. we, we knew it was basically done and we were just like, please release it. Just please release it. Don't make us wait until next year. Um, 
and, and and there's a part of you that you're disappointed because I saw Bogus Journey in theaters. I didn't see the original Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in theaters. I was a little bit young, but I did for sure see it when it came out on video. Like it was a phenomenon, you know, in the late late eighties. Um, but I, I would have for sure probably gone to see him face the music twice. You know, I, I would have gone to seen it and I would have been like, Oh wow. You know, it kind of like with it. Remember how excited I was about it. Oh yeah. And he came out and I was like, man, that was really good. I and mean, is that just nostalgia? Like, am I just drinking the cool? Like I should go see it again and be more critical of it the second time around. You know, after I saw it a second time, I was like, yeah, I liked it. It it wasn't yeah, just still nostalgia good. only. It was pretty good. It was actually a bit more faithful to the book in a lot of ways, I thought. And uh, the scares were, you know, genuinely good. And same goes for Bill and Ted. You know, like you, I watched it with my kids. I was a rad dad. And, uh, you know, they had no no point of reference for Bill and Ted. You know, they they didn't they didn't live through the 80s. Uh, they don't have like an, the concept of air guitar is over their head, you know, like whenever they do the air guitar, you know, it's like, yes. what? <laughs> like what rock's not even a thing anymore. This is weird. Uh, but well, I, even the, the telephone booth. Yeah. The telephone having booth. to explain like the, the idea of, Hey, when you were out in public and you needed to talk to somebody <laughs> that wasn't with you. Yeah. That was, was like, Oh, Hey, do you have a quarter? I need to call. Right. A person, and you yeah. had to know their number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just had to know it. I mean, you could have yeah. had like a little book, uh, for sure. You can have a little book, a small book f- filled with people's numbers. You couldn't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. You do that. People did do that. People did An do address that. Address book. You know, yeah. like, I was like, I'm gonna. I'm, I feel like of all the rad dad movies that I've subjected my kids to, and and I'd say I have a ninety to ninety five percent success rate. Like they're usually always like that. That was fun. Uh, yeah. Bill and Ted, I was a little bit concerned. Like, ooh, first of all, they're old men. They're not even young and cool anymore. They're like, they're like legitimately old guys. <laughs> they, I mean, Keanu is fifty six. Alex Winter had like, you know, crow's feet around the eyes and everything. He, he was he was a little weathered, but he still really sold. And I think I think for me, it was it was the uh, it was the attire. I really felt mm. like Bill nailed his Bill S. Preston Esquire look. Yes. And Ted was just kind of like, what? I just showed up to re- to film wearing this. Like, this is just what I mean, I'm did, did you, as like, I feel like he's like, hey, I'm going to run over to Joanne Fabrics on a Saturday and see if they, <laughs> if this, if they'll honor this coupon. Dude, I'm like, with you. Are, I'm like, what, like, what, what is, is this? this wardrobe, man? You'd see those pictures and online where they're filming and, you're like, what? it's like a silk shirt. Like, what? I, I suppose the, the story would like, once you see it, it'll make sense. We're like, I think that's just the, the fashion he was going for. Very un Ted like. It was, it was the one thing that really, I mean, like if there was for me, if there was anything in the film that I was like, I would change this. <laughs> it was, I would put, I would put Ted in something that was closer to Ted Ware. Like his kid. His kid was like totally full oh, on totally. Ted. Well, and like, I mean, he's, he, like, there's, there's those. He's a cool I mean, guy, man. He's, he's like, I mean, like, up he for anything. Cultivated, he has cultivated the reputation he has in Hollywood. And he's like the only really awesome dude. I mean, like, there's like three <laughs> awesome. It's like him, Morgan Freeman, and, and I don't know, I don't know who else. 
But I was like, he's just like an. Is like, Hugh Jackman you know, an awesome dude? I, I feel like he could. Well, I mean, he, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh obviously. Hugh Jackman? Yeah, he's an awesome dude. <laughs> I just recently discovered that Hugh Jackman has the same birthday as me. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah, good day. One it's, more reason to celebrate every year. Great guy. Yeah, I'll, I'll be thinking of huge, huge Jackman. Huge Jackman? <laughs> when you saw those first images online of. Keanu with the shaved beard, he just looked weird. Like it just his his hair looked oilier and oilier and greasier than usual or something. Like I just I didn't like it. Like I just wish they would have been like, let's 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 shoot tomorrow. Like did they just get Keanu for a couple of days? <laughs> Doesn't it feel yeah, like it was, that? You got was, me uh, until that... I sh- I'm shaving and you've got me until this grows back. <laughs> I, was, that was, I mean, because they had, I mean, there were several iterations of Bill and Ted through the movie when they travel through time. Yeah. And so, but you would see Ted in various other forms yeah. of facial hair. And it was just like, why did we go out of the way to make the present day Ted yeah. non-facial? It was like, it, if, it was like, <laughs> if you're going to, if you're going to make him shave his beard, uh, which is just you know, his trademark, like he would have looked fine. Remember, I'm sure you remember when they made the official announcement and there was like a tweet, there was a tweet with Keanu and Alex and they're kind of like, you know, Ted has his hand on the phone booth and they're just yes. kind of like making the big announcement official. And like, you know, he had his beard there and I'm like, this is a grown up Ted, you know, he can have the beard. But anyways, I'm dig- I'm going to go ahead and digress on that beard and that weird f- shaved facial hair. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't get, <clears throat> we didn't get the bearded Keanu we were hoping for. No, we and, that we uh, deserved that 2020 needed, but we still got was, a Ted. It, we got we got Ted, and he was. I mean, he was the the amount of Ted we got was still an excellent amount of Ted. Yes, we we weren't. <laughs> it would have only added to the Tedness. Yes, had we had the beard. Yeah, he 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 totally showed up for the role. Like it's. I don't want to make it sound like he showed up for a weekend and cashed a check. Like he totally showed up and Ted it out. I mean, he really, oh, yes. he really did love it. I love it when you get original, uh, content creators coming back to yes. a franchise that is beloved many years later. Like you have Ed Solomon and Chris, uh, Matheson who yes. headed the original two Bill and Ted movies. Like they came back for this, which is, it, it tells you really all you need to know. Like when you can get, um, the original two writers of the first two movies, and you can get William Sadler on board. Oh my goodness, yes. Hal Landon Jr., uh, Amy Stotch, like they they really reached back and and grabbed as much of, of the original talent that they could and, and put them in the movie, along with a really fresh, fun uh, collection of uh, modern talent, like contemporary yeah. talent. Good blend, really good blend. It worked for me so well. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, like, right off the top of the of the show, like, I I love Bill and Ted Face the Music. I was just so delighted by it, almost every minute of it playing. Uh, I was I was such a proud papa watching my kids jumping up and down on the couch, rocking out, you know, just just being on board the whole time, and 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 then instantly wanting to watch the new, old movies. Like asking me, like, are there any more Bill and Ted movies? Because they know me. They know that when I when I pull out a movie, there's probably other movies like associated with it. <laughs> yes, Papa, 
Is there any more Bill and Ted? Well, children, gather round. Bill, we've spent our whole life trying to unite the world. And I'm tired, dude. Ted, we have a destiny to fulfill. Greetings, my excellent friends. We have a problem. Step forward. A song created by Preston Logan performed tonight will save reality as we know it. And they did. And we we immediately like we went from because, you know, we bought it, watched it and immediately after started watching uh, the original. Now, we didn't get to Bogus Journey because it's not streaming anywhere. Uh, and I, I think I only have it on DVD, and you know how I feel about standard definition. I do know how you feel about DVD, <laughs> because I've been the brunt of that shame on many occasions. <laughs> standard definition, you plebe. <laughs> Way with you. Just can't do it, man. I can't do it. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, but, you know, you have Bill S. Preston, Alex Winter. He's back. Uh, and, and Alex Winter, you know, like... He, he's an interesting dude. Like, I really enjoy him. I think he's excellent in this movie. Strong other half of Keanu Reeves' star power. Like, he's he's holding his end 100%. Uh, which you could you could see maybe a guy, a lesser actor uh, or personality shrink to Keanu Reeves after all this yeah. time. You know, like, uh, Alex Winter, he had some previous success and before Bill and Ted. You know, he was in... Lost Boys. Um, he was in Bill and Ted. <laughs> he was he was in those. He, he was, was in, in those, those movies. And then he was in Freaked, and you know it was not. He well was in received. Death Wish Three. <laughs> and then he went on to uh, make make a lot of uh, like documentary he did type some other things. Yeah, he's got thirty six credits on IMDb as a director, and that's 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 a lot of work. Here's Keanu Reeves. He's in the middle of his Keanu Renaissance. Everybody's in love with Keanu Reeves. He's he's filming a new Matrix movie for good or for better or for worse. <laughs> but I'll go see it. I don't care. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So I might as well just get on board with it. William Sadler. Well, before I get before I talk about William Sadler, tell how how did you receive this new Bill and Ted? Which am I wrong or did they were they? Was it 25 years, they said, since the last movie? Even though it's been more like 27, 28 years since Bogus Journey? Uh, yeah, th- I think I think it's been... I mean, their their timeline was... <clears throat> uh, year-wise was maybe a little bit off. I, yeah. I think it was, yeah, like you okay. know, a, couple, a couple of years. Because it starts with that really fun kind of, you know, montage of what happened just after Bogus Journey. You know, like they played the Grand Canyon... They they wrote they wrote the big song I guess that they thought would be the song that would you know unite the universe and everything but it didn't it just it it chart it topped charts but then from there like their career just bottomed out <laughs> and you get to see it all play out in montage form uh, narrated by their kids uh, who I, I can't wait to talk about I, they just loved yes. both of them I thought they were they were they were they were just the perfect students those two actors of, of Bill and Ted, like they nailed Bill and Ted in, in, you know, teenage girl form. <laughs> well, and I think that cause, um, <clears throat> the, uh, Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson, they, um, they created the characters of Bill and Ted as part of a sketch originally, and they played them. 
and so they they were the the original inception of this idea of these two characters. But they when they were making the first Bill and Ted because they wanted to make a movie, and it was uh, it was going to be more of a uh, um, a sketch movie. And mm-hmm. Bill and Ted was just going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And so then they're, they're full on making this Bill and Ted movie. And Ed and Chris weren't as much of the part of the process of casting and things like that. <clears throat> they were sharing this in their uh, San Diego Comic-Con um, this year where they did everything digital online. Yeah. And they were they were talking about while they were in the process, because they were still. Oh, you're talking about the panel involved. that they had? Yeah. yeah. They, they were involved um, in the making of the movie, but they weren't like decision makers. And. They were telling a story of being at a fast food restaurant. I don't remember if it was a McDonald's, Burger, something like that. And they were just kind of they were having this conversation about how they were concerned that you know they have these two characters that they love, that they've played, that they've they've really you know kind of developed this relationship with these fictional characters that they've brought to life. And they're just they're so concerned. They're like, if they cast these two characters wrong, it's just going to ruin what we've made. Mm-hmm. And they, in this, they're anecdotally talking about how standing in front of them are these two kids, like these guys would be, these guys are the perfect Bill and Ted. Yeah. And it just so happened that it was Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. They were there auditioning and they were at this, you know, they were, it was lunch or something like that. And they're like, it happened to be them. And so it was, it was kind of this fortuitous, like these two were the Bill and Ted that they wanted. And then speaking to your point of these, these, this next generation, this next iteration, it's like, it's, you feel like you can't, you know, catch that lightning in a bottle a second time, but they did. And I was like, and I know we'll, yeah. we'll get to it. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump into it too, but it's like, I just love that, you know, in, in bringing out that comparison, you're like these two new kids that they got really, I mean, in making the characters their own while still being kind of an homage to their dads. Yeah. Really it was just that. enough, like any more yeah. or any less, and it would have felt really forced, and I would have just rolled my eyes a lot. Yeah. But uh, Samara Weaving, who played Thea or Little Ted, and uh, Bridget Lundy Payne, who was Billy or Little Bill, uh, I-, I just thought it was really cute how they would call him Little Bill and Ted. Yeah. And you had this scene with like uh, Mr. Logan. Uh, but Ted's dad and you're know, like, well, the, yes. the curse continues, you know, like they're in their early twenties living with their parents, you know, <laughs> a la Bill and Ted, you know, like into him, you know, like he never, he never believed any of the, the hokum uh, of the time travel. And, you know, he certainly never bought that they were going to be these famous musicians. And, uh, it wasn't until they all died and went to hell that he finally came around. It was like, I now see, <laughs> It was a great scene, well, <laughs> and it was it was it's really funny when you think about it because it's like at the at the be, you know at the beginning of this movie, you know the the montage is yeah. that they've had a career and and lost it right, but it, it's when I was like okay, but they were still like international superstars sure, and they were with, I mean, death huge. was in their band <laughs> yeah I'm like huge I was like okay. That was the Grim Reaper. That was yeah. death. He was in the band. Like, that was okay. definitely like, the Grim Reaper. He that's just been, a character. Yeah, it could have just like, been a character. You know, just like Kiss. You just put like, on the wait makeup. Wait a minute. There, there were two copies of them. <laughs> two robot copies yeah. of them. <laughs> yes. At at this battle of the bands, right? Thing. <laughs> and then there's the actual Bill and Ted. Then there's the good robot Bill and Ted. Right. <laughs> and then you have, you have what's his face come from the future, 
<laughs> oh, right. Vigo, what's his name? And, yeah. <laughs> no, and, we, and, we have to talk about Bogus Journey sometime. It is a bananas movie. Yeah. Oh, it's, to- it's totally. It's a great, it's a worthy um, ride, but it's <laughs> crazy when you actually talk it out like, like you just did. It's like this movie sounds and, like dog shit. And then, then at the end, don't forget the, the, the alien the, you know, station, <laughs> station, right? And, and then, I mean, and you clearly have on stage in front of all these people, Bill and Ted get into the phone booth and it disappears. <laughs> and then they come back with babies, right? Right, in facial and hair, play, <laughs> and then can play their instruments. It's like and, and Mr. Logan is still like, nah, no, <laughs> this. And then they have these pack your bags to go to Oates Military Academy. Ted, <laughs> multi-year, I mean, just their world famous gold records, platinum records. Yeah. You know, they're at the top of the charts, right? And then it's like, ah, you guys are just a couple of losers. It's but, like. But th- this actor, I mean, you know, like I had no idea he was still alive, and he he just he basically looked the same, just older. Oh yeah, he was great, and I love I that they got him back. And 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 Amy, I think it's Stotch. I'm not 100 percent sure if it's like Stotch or Stock, but Missy. Oh my god, oh yeah, Missy. I mean, we got to talk. That was great. We got to talk about. You know, they they've managed to work this kind of uh, storyline with Missy. How <laughs> in the first movie. Uh, I think it's Bill. It's her. It's his stepmom. Yes. And then, of course, in the second movie, she divorces Bill's mom and then gets with Ted's dad. So yes. you know, like, but he still is like Missy. I mean, mom. You know, like, but then so they work in Deacon. Yes, I'm like okay, this a grown up Deacon like, played by uh, keep, Beck Bennett. Perfect. Keep it in by the family. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, there's there's some psychological level oh. to this, like. Uh, hey, you know you how you're now marrying what was once your stepmom? <laughs> That's not weird at all. Nope. This is totally normal. <laughs> totally normal. Making your dad your stepson, or like they they were like kind of working yes. it out. They were you know like thinking it through on stage before they did their little goof weird song. Like they're just desperate. They're just trying anything. Just whatever sticks. They're just throwing anything they can against the wall. Ted's playing I, the I, bagpipes and pulls out a trumpet. I will say, the way that they the way they advertised that in the trailer yeah. made it look like it was going to be this really horrible train wreck of a song. Yeah. But as I was sitting there listening to it, I was like, this isn't it's it's not that bad. bad. It's not bad. It's like, I can, I can I listen to this. this. I could, it's like, okay, he's got, he's got throat... Throat music, yeah. And he's playing the zither, and he's got bagpipes. Like, yeah, I could, the zither I was could, great. I was like, how often do we bust out the zither? It's like, I mean, other than Star level. Trek, I mean, never, <laughs> never, never. No one ever does that. I definitely love that scene. Uh, so yeah, so we you got Amy Stott, she comes back, and then if, you know we we can talk about William Sadler, but I I think maybe let's talk about some of the new faces that kind of got integrated yes. in. Uh, we, you know, there's Samara Weaving and, and, and Bridget Lundy Payne. We've already kind of mentioned them. And they're very integral to the story. And I like how their story, uh, sp- the the movie kind of fractures in two. Like there, there's two stories going on. And I like that. That was really fun. Because, uh, you know, they got their own little excellent adventure. Uh, but yeah, you, you have, I like that. Uh, you have two new princesses, which I had to go back because, you know. Uh, yeah. 
uh, Aaron Hayes, who plays Princess Elizabeth, and uh, I think it's Jama Mays, please yes. join. It was like, they look great. I mean, are they the same actors? <laughs> and then, of course, no. No. No, unfortunately not. I don't know. I, I didn't bother to research whether, like, maybe the other two actresses just don't act anymore, or if they maybe somehow tragically you know, met their demise. Died. Yeah. I don't want to think about that. Died. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. We talk about death a lot on the show. We for do. Some reason. We do. It's, it's, it's very like, you know, cathartic. It's cathartic. Yeah. We, we like to talk through these things. Um, but they, they did not return. It would have been nice to, to see the princesses cause they're a big part of the story too. Uh, but you know, the, the other two princesses were, were really good. You know, I liked them. They were fine. Uh, Beck Bennett just you know I knew he was I knew he was going to be in it you you saw like the cast of players yeah. that were signing up to be in the movie and you're like this is this is looking good and uh, Beck Bennett has you know maybe five minutes of screen time but he makes the best of him oh I, I when I saw Beck Bennett like that was that was my lament with him and it was like I would love to see some more Beck Bennett oh for sure he he is he's one of those guys I'm like I, I really thought by now he would be more of a feature out in films and, and other <clears> things. Like, he, he needs is, his own show. A, like why, why can't does. HBO or Netflix or somebody just give him a show? He's never going to be a feature movie star, you know, but it, if, if uh, like a um, Bill Hader can break out big. Oh yeah. Shows. I mean, Beck Bennett certainly has a talent to do so. Uh, but Kristen Shaw as Kelly, uh, the daughter oh, yeah. of Rufus, love, love, love her. She's just fantastic. Whenever we see her in, in our house show up and things, it's always like I, I have to yell out. It's Mabel from Gravity Falls. <laughs> she just has that voice. And you just close your eyes and picture Mabel. And she she was really cute and fun in it. I dug her. I didn't I didn't find like because, you know, like that's one of those. Uh, things you think about like, well, how are they going to handle the loss of Rufus? Because he was the main uh, inspiration to Bill and Ted. Like he was their mentor. And, you know, of course, George Carlin has passed many years ago. I thought they handled it really, really well. You got the great little. I mean, that was so perfect. Yeah. So perfect. But with the hologram in the, in the phone booth and, you know, it, it was great. And I love that Kelly is just sort of like the heir to his, you know, like he, she's just carrying on the family tradition. Uh, and she's just wonderful. Um, well, and Kelly is George Carlin's, is the name of George Carlin's actual daughter. That's really? Why he named her Kelly. Yeah. No, I did not know that. And I, I, know I, that. I thought that I was like, it's probably like not that. a coincidence, I, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I like that. I like that. It was like, we'll give him, because it was one of those where, you know, I, it was just it was a little bit more than the uh, that bust of uh, uh, Egon yeah, in the Ghostbusters yeah, yeah, movie where it's right. like you get a little bit more of a just nod a which I more. liked. Yeah, you, you uh, hear his voice, but it wasn't too much. Nope, it was just fine. And they just walk past it, and Bill and Ted look on. You know, like you, it's just known that he 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 passed away, and they didn't really like dwell on it. It just sort of was and, there. And you get that you get that that real quick rush of warm fuzzy, yeah. With with Rufus, you're like, ooh, that feels good. It feels that's great. just enough Rufus, and that makes me feel good. But I like Kristen Shaw. She was in the movie a lot. She was a yeah. big player in the movie, and she she carries with her a certain amount of geek cred. Uh, so I, I enjoyed her quite a bit. Uh, Holland Taylor was the great leader, or you know, the mom of Kelly. Yes. she she sort of plays like the antagonist, basically. 
uh, of the film, I guess you could say. There's yes. not like, you know, the antagonist really is just time really more than anything. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she, she a does. foil to Bill and Ted. She, she, did, she did hatch the plot to kill Bill and Ted, which I don't understand. Yes. It was very, if I'm going to nitpick the movie any at all, I was like, why did she feel like this was her Hail Mary attempt to sick uh, Dennis Caleb McCoy? <laughs> Dennis Caleb McCoy Dennis motherfucking is Caleb one McCoy. of my favorite characters of the entire film. <laughs> Dennis Caleb McCoy. I love at the end when he grabs Kelly and he goes, I am Dennis Caleb McCoy. I am Dennis McCoy. <laughs> and just uh, transforms my, I, and blasts off. The, I, upon watching it the first time, I had to rewind and play it again because I was laughing so hard. He's so when fantastic. When they're in hell and Bill goes, we get it. You're a grateful, insecure, somehow dead robot. Somehow dead Dennis robot. Caleb. <laughs> and I was I was laughing so hard. My kids were looking That's at me. A great they, delivery. And they they just started laughing because they're like they didn't understand. I was like, I don't know what it is about this line. Yeah. And I just kept saying it no, over and over and over. It was over. wonderful. It was wonderful. It was a beautiful, we perfectly delivered line. <laughs> You're a grateful, insecure, somehow dead robot named Dennis Caleb McCoy. And it just rolled right off Alex Winter's tongue yeah. like it was a perfectly normal thing to say. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. He just he just beautifully summarized it. Oh, you know, this some somehow... You know, like the this presumable airheady kind of guy who you know managed to have, he has a family and he's a functioning dad, and you know, and and once multi platinum musicianist, but his summary of it was just great. Yeah, but yeah, Anthony uh, Kerrigan, who yes. is on uh, the show with uh, why, why can't I uh, Barry Barry? Yeah, he he's, oh, and he's fantastic in that show. Yes. He is great. I I enjoyed him so much. Like when you first get a glimpse of him, you're like, oh, okay, this is like the, um, th- this is going to be like the I don't know, like the 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 goofy like this is this movie is more bogus journey than original Bill and Ted, you know. And this character basically proves it. You know, like if not, if you weren't already there with all the different iterations of Bill and Ted, that was also very 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 bogus journey the way they handled that, which I loved by the way. That was great. Yes, um, but. He, I love his slow descent into, you know, you, just madness, like the failure. Well, okay, he's, he's lasering like, people but, that he was not he, supposed to. He comes on the scene and he's got such, I mean, like. Oh, he's got the fierce eyes. He has like the, the whole presentation because I, I, he, he, he was kind of like, it was like, you know, the, the kids were the one to one with their dads. Yeah. And then you have you have a lot of these things that compare to the original stuff really really well, and it, then you get this Dennis, and I was like, okay, he's kind of like the one to one with death. He's this exactly serious character. I think that's what I was reaching first. for. He's the death. He's the death. Yeah, character. and it's like okay, and it's like it's one of those things like you can't in the same way like I love the daughters. You can't eclipse your dads. As like with with Dennis Caleb McCoy, it's like you can't outshine William Sadler because he's yeah. already played death so well. Yeah. But you're doing a really good job as an homage to him. <laughs> yes. When he when he first lasers Mr. Logan and Deacon, and he just kind of does that nervous kind of oh like, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> and he t- starts turning. It's, oh just, my god! Because he has like you're like okay this guy, and then like it's great because like okay now. They used him as this serious, like, oh, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Right. And then it's like, oh, wait, 
we're going to use this as... He's death. This is also going to be comedy. Yes. We're going to get some comedy mileage. And it was too. perfectly like, oh. transitioned. It it didn't it, it didn't happen faster than it should have. It was just perfect. Yes. It was just perfect. It just it worked so well. And it was just... <laughs> it was. I love that where it's just random He just wants enough. to be a dancer. <laughs> it's like, I, I could play the tambourine. It's like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. It's like, I, I could dance. Why don't you go over Why there and practice Why don't you go over there and rehearse quietly on the side? Yeah. <laughs> It was just so great. Oh God, it is just wonderful. And I, I just like this. Ha- most of his shit had to have been ad libbed. It had to have been. There's no way you can't write that dialogue. It's none of it made makes sense on paper. No. Uh, but I really enjoyed him, and I thought those new faces really uh, they did an excellent job filling out the cast. And then you had some cameos, like you had Jillian Bell as Dr. Taylor yes. Wood. Uh, you know. Really kind of a generic role for her. She doesn't get to do a whole lot, which is a waste for her. I think she's a really hilarious person. I was I was a little surprised because she can play. It reminded me of her character on Workaholics, mm-hmm. where um, but just not quite as naive. Like she was kind of like the, the straight man to this craziness that these are princesses from the 1400s and yeah. they time travel. And it was like, OK, no, no, none of that really happened. Right, like you right. say, fourteen hundred, fourteen oh eight. You're like, that's not like the year, and so, but it was, it was kind of a, okay, she's not a huge name, yeah, but she does have some substantial comedic chops. Oh, I would say. for sure, for sure. I mean, you, if you're gonna bring in a Jillian Bell, maybe give her a little. Like, I, I'm sure there's probably like two to three hours worth of ad libbed material of that, yeah, uh, couple session that just we'll never see. That some of yeah, it's probably really funny. Uh, but they didn't. They sure didn't use much of it. Uh, no. So, uh, then you have uh, some cameos like Dave Grohl, who plays himself. That was fun. That was, that was a great scene. You knew that something was happening, you know, because you know we'll, we'll get to the uh, we'll we'll get to the whole like plot synopsis and stuff. I just want to get through some of the characters, but yeah, Dave Grohl showed up. Uh, Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson, the aforementioned uh, yep. uh, writers, they showed up as helpful demons. <laughs> Just a couple of demons just, hanging out. Just no. a couple of demons who also noticed the uh, irony of a, a dead robot wandering Was through hell. Was that a hell. robot? How does a robot? <laughs> that is a robot, yeah. Uh, Kid Cuddy, who I have no idea who that is because I'm old. Uh, he he makes an appearance as one of the band members. Uh, and and I, I decided to, uh, you know, like I've got the, the main cast, the new faces, some cameos, and then I got... Uh, time travelers, the new time travelers, your new Abe Lincolns and your new Genghis Khans. So uh, th- this is Billy and Thea's time. They they get to be the ones who go assemble the historical dream team to to back their dad's uh, song that they know is eventually going to happen. You know, like they they're they're going to come back with a song. It's been prophesized. Let's let's assemble this dream team of musicians, which really don't make any sense. Like the hodgepodge yeah, of musicians, no, not, not at all. It, it makes sense in the way that they each musician had a inspirational, like you know, like a, a musician that that inspired them to become musicians. But like putting them together in a band makes no fucking sense at all. No. <laughs> They t- totally. I mean, I loved. I loved the. You know, once they assemble the band, the the band is fun. They're 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 unlikely. Uh, just just like the original, like with you know Socrates and Billy the Kid. You know, like yeah. they 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 don't belong together. That's the fun of it. Uh, so now you, you got like Dasman Still, who's an excellent Jimi Hendrix. He was really good. Uh, Jeremiah Kraft is Louis, Ar- a very stereotypical racial kind of weird Louis Armstrong. Like he's playing it very. 
ooh, like Uncle Ben. Like I don't. It was. Ugh, it just felt very uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> that was that was the one where it's like okay, because I, 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 I don't I don't know music anywhere near as well as I know movies. Yeah, it could have been dead on Louis like, Armstrong. I don't know. I'm like okay, I, his uh, Jimmy. I mean, I know who Jimi Hendrix is. Yeah, but I'm like, was Jimi Hendrix like this inspired by Louis, Louis Armstrong? Armstrong? Maybe, like, maybe. Was that I mean, the thing? Know. Yeah. I mean, like, did we need was jazz his thing? Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, there's other trumpeters in jazz that you could have got that don't, you know, sound kind of funny. Right. Like, <laughs> right. I was like, I mean, Louis Armstrong is a very specific voice. Yeah. A very specific. Very, voice. very. So, you know, and then you had Daniel Doerr as Mozart. You have Patty Ann Miller as, as Grom. Uh, I guess that was the drummer. I don't know. Sharon G yeah. is as Ling Lun. I mean, it's like what a weird, you know. It, like, it's all just, right, this is our band. This this is our band, and really, it's just it's it's all on the strength of Jimi Hendrix. I feel like he's kind of yeah. carrying the load of this band. All, all you know, he's got the the sweet guitar licks, and you know, he kind of uh, has the little duel with Mozart, which was really entertaining. I like that a lot. Uh, that was that was a fun little call. That yeah, was a fun. That. that was fun. Uh, then there you have your displaced historical figures. Uh, well, did you do you have anything else to say about the time travelers? Like how how how? I mean, I I was so on board with with Thea and Billy and their mission. I was just so charmed by the both of them and how they would you know lead. Like I I love how they use like a smartphone to <laughs> convince yes. Louis Armstrong of Jimi Hendrix's talent. And, you know, he's just, they're holding this smartphone and like, it's instead of just like have like losing his mind because he's not supposed to see this technology, he just kind of holds it up and he's like, wow, man, that's great. <laughs> that was like, I, I think, cause that was one of those things. It's very Bill and Ted, like doesn't really matter. <laughs> like that, the was, that was what I loved it. Cause we, uh, we, we started Friday, that Friday night, we watched excellent adventure, bogus journey, and then face the music. Yeah. We did all three in a row. And so having just done, um, excellent adventure, I love I love that aspect of time travel where it's like it's one of those things like none of the figures question it at all. No. They just get into this phone magic phone booth yeah. with these complete strangers right. and travel through time. And by Joan the, of Arc just like, puts on some tights and does jazzercise yeah. in the mall. That's fine. And and by the end, Socrates of it, got, and Billy the Kid are like trying to pick up. Oh, they're, they're trying to scheme on yeah. ladies, trying to hook up with some chicks yes. at the mall. <laughs> I was like, yeah, get on it, Socrates. And then. <laughs> Socrates. Like, you get to you get to the presentation and you have you know actual Abe Lincoln go and party on dudes yeah like it's just it's silly it's a cartoon and it works it's, in that way it, it, perfectly that's, fine like, you just you just have fun with it like it's not like we're not here to explain how time travel works no, we're not no, here no. to explain history no, we're just no. gonna have a fun time right. with this vehicle we're gonna put some unlikely recognizable we're just gonna goof around for a, yeah. out for ninety minutes so yeah I, I think that's that's a good point it's a really good point. But I mean, I, I definitely didn't have as much fun with these time travelers as I did as you know in the original film with Billy and, and Socrates. Like they were in, in Abe, they they were all so great. You, there was there was a little more significance to I mean, just like they were notable notable characters mm-hmm. that people you know like okay I I oh know, Napoleon for God's sake yeah oh you have Napoleon <laughs> running around he, and he's like Napoleon goes to Waterloo and he <laughs> Ziggy, does the piggy, Ziggy piggy yeah. I was like, I mean, like, okay, it's Napoleon. Like, yeah. You know, it, it's, but it is. It's just fun and funny that these guys, these historical figures are goofing around. And so you had, like, some kind of frame of reference for most of them. Mm-hmm. And it's when I was like, okay, I know. I mean, Jimi Hendrix, 
like we said, most notable Louis Armstrong. Probably a lot of people are yeah. aware of him, but oh, for especially sure. not not a younger audience. You're not yeah. going to get a lot. I mean, a younger audience. I mean, more people are going to think Neil Armstrong. You know, like there's the whole joke of like Neil Armstrong, Louis Armstrong being yes. the first man on the moon or something like that. <laughs> well, and because there was, a and thing, that's like, an old joke. <laughs> oh yeah. When well, and think about going back to when we were kids watching the original Bill and Ted. There were things that, I mean, things I know that would have gone over my head that now watching it, I get more. But it's like, yeah. I recognized the character. I mean, I knew who, I mean, even my kids knew when we were watching Excellent Adventure. It's like, oh, that's Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. I was like, I mean, my six-year-old knows, oh, that's Abraham Lincoln. Right, right. So it's like, okay. He's he, on the penny. I get it. <laughs> you could still have a frame of reference, but it's like for anybody, I mean, like. Ling Lung? For kids today to, I mean, honestly, for kids today to be, I was like, oh, that's Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. You're, I mean, probably not. If you ask, you go out and you ask 100 kids, I mean, you're going to have some that know who he is. I mean, they could have gotten like, they could have gotten like, you know, anybody. They they could have went back and gotten Kurt Cobain or somebody, you know? Well, I think, I think that's why the kid, Kid Cuddy, yeah, say his name. Yeah, yeah. I I think that's, I mean, that's the one that translates like, oh, Kid Cuddy. It does, right. And I I dig that like joke that's sort of been tread before. Like, you know, he's this. He's this, you know, pop star, but he's also like incredibly smart. <laughs> Understands yes, I, I, like the inner workings of time travel and and I loved I loved the homage, just the station. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> I love how he's like station. Like he, he, I, you've never watched Bill and Ted. <laughs> it's like I don't think you. Well, that was one of the things that was funny. Yeah. In, in, the, in Bill that, and Ted are like, oh yeah, station. <laughs> in in that uh, San Diego Comic Con thing. Um, both uh, both actresses when uh, I don't I think I know Samara when she first found out about the role had never seen either of the Bill and Ted movies mm-hmm. and she gets a little bit of a pass because she's from Australia Australia right or New Zealand one of the two yeah um, well, she, and that's and so Hugo like, is that Hugo Weaving's niece yes okay it's Hugo okay. Weaving's niece right um, and and so she gets a little bit of a pass but uh, uh, what's her face that plays Billy yeah. Never seen him and didn't watch him before going into the into the uh, audition. Well, that's an, and so, that makes it even more impressive. Like they, the way she, yeah, they, they had they it. had no frame of reference yeah. for these characters. And that's so probably it was like, a good. It was thing. Just funny, yeah, yeah. It's like well, because they they burn so bright and so so fast, but just for a couple yeah. of years, you know. Bill and Ted are just one of those. Like if you're of a certain age, like if you're. If like you're like in between thirty and if you're like in that mid thirties, mid forties, like if you're anywhere in that ten year range, and like if you if you were a kid around, you know, like if you're that age grade, you you know Bill and Ted. Yeah. You probably yep. watch the movies, you've seen the cartoons, you know, you you just you did the air guitar, like it, they're just ingrained into you. But but it was really if, it was just like a couple of years. Well, and and like at at that time, and when you when you think about, um the the difference of how certain things how the entertainment industry really just saturated all aspects of our culture at the time it's like when bill and ted came out it was one of those things like i don't think bill and ted would have been as big of a feature had they not made the breakfast cereal and mm-hmm. the video game and the yeah. cartoon yeah you know had all of those things was like all right we're going to totally merchandise the crap out of this oh yeah and get every is like it could have easily just been one of those passing fads that was yeah, like, it could oh, have been a like a Buckaroo Bonsai or something. You exactly, know? Like, you know, it just just a little movie that people kind of remember. Um, yeah, they they really did. They 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 rode that little gra- they rode that gravy train with biscuit wheels as long as they oh, could. Phew. 
two for like, a good we're solid push three this years. full tilt. Mm-hmm. And thank God they did. Yes, because <laughs> I grew up in a world with Bill and Ted. Oh, we're uh, lucky. We're yeah, lucky. So you got the displaced historical figures, which you know they some of them were really obvious. Like they, you know, you see Babe Ruth, uh, Jesus, uh, George Washington, uh, Queen Elizabeth. I love the like you know where Kelly's like and the queen and you know Queen Elizabeth is staring right at me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and the Sahara's in San Diego yeah. and Queen Elizabeth is staring at me. I love it. Uh, but there, there were names here that I don't remember seeing, and I'll, I want to, I'll name them. I don't know if you, you know, you, you can let me know if you remember seeing them. Uh, Cleopatra, uh, I think maybe I saw her. Uh, I have a big recollection. Yeah, of but, but here's where it gets a little more like, like what? Like okay, Harriet Tubman. Did you see Harriet Tubman anywhere in there? Not that I overtly remember. Right? <laughs> Josephine Baker? Gandhi? Yeah. Amelia Earhart? Frida? Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I should go back and do like a, a Where's Waldo? Yeah. Thing. Let me yeah, like go on an Easter egg hunt. Uh, but it was, just, it was very odd. You know, like it's like, well, these are certainly historical figures, you know, and they're, they're just sort of popping in and out of time, like where they shouldn't be. But so, you know, those are our characters. Those are our players. Uh, I guess we can just sort of get in and we, we've talked about some scenes in the movie already, but yeah. uh, You know, I'm just trying to break this down into three acts, your typical three act structure of a movie Uh, act one to get things off to a strong start. You know, you do get the, the, the humorous montage. We learned that wild stallions is yet to unite the world. Uh, you know, like the the whole Grand Canyon. They they wrote the Those Who Rock, which we got a taste of in the karaoke yes. bar uh, scene where they meet themselves. Um, but you know, their they, their popularity dwindles, and it you know, like it kind of gets you know degraded all the way down to where like you know in the future where the the great leader was like you know you you played like taco two dollar taco night <laughs> and bill and ted are like yeah we did you, know, like, <laughs> you played for 40 people in barstow most of whom were there for two dollar taco night whatever, whatever that, that is, is. yeah <laughs> really funny and and you know like they're just playing in the wedding reception of of you know missy and deacon and you know like they're they're just sort of scrounging for anything they they, they play the throat song and you know a billion theater like just like as eternally optimistic as their dads. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like they're totally in it. You know, like they're, they, they see the genius and I like when, you know, like they're in the garage later on and like, you know, uh, Thea is just like, yeah, you, you're, 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 you know, your playing was totally inspired by this. And like, Ted's like, Oh, I was totally going for that. <laughs> you know, I love their chemistry. It was just so cute. Well, one of the, one of the things that, uh, has always been, I think what's made the characters of Bill and Ted as endearing as they are. First of all, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, relatively harmless They're I mean, they're never really that abrasive. No, ever. Um, no, but the, the way they talk, <laughs> I mean, they're clearly played to be stupid, especially in the original ones. Yeah. They're clearly played to be, you know, well, these morons. It's the, the, the California airhead, kinda, yeah. you know, Valley dude, <laughs> that kind of thing. But they, but they have this really specific way. I mean, they have these really, I mean, a lot of the words they use, I mean, even though some of them are, you know, the surfer slang. Yeah. 
that, I mean, there's a lot of words they use. You're like, okay, these are not words that just <laughs> of all the counterintuitive plans you had, Ted. This is the most yes. non counterintuitive. <laughs> I was like, that's, I, I love, because that's, that's one of those subtle things about yeah. the writing for me yeah. that I just love because they, I mean, they, these guys are just like these, you know, kind of lovable idiots. Yeah. But they, I mean, there's. Who love there's each like other. This, they're just like, they just, yes. they're just brothers, best friends for life, uh, which, you know, it plays into that whole, uh, like we learned that it's, it's just so sad to think that Bill and Ted are a couple's therapy with the princesses. It's it just it's so jarring how they you yeah. know they show up together and they're just so innocent with they're like of course we're gonna do it as a couple you know a couple of couples and like, a couple of Bill couples. and I love you you know like the whole like <laughs> like do you, do you not see the weirdness in this and like of course you know like they're they're playing up the comedy he's like dude I don't think you're getting it. <laughs> And, but Let they're so try. supportive of one another, you know, like, yes. we're like a, a couple of old friends who've been friends for that long. I'd be like, shut the fuck up, Ted. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, but they're no, not. They're, I mean, they're super encouraging, super nice. Yep. Because one of the things after I watched it, I think it was the second or third time, because uh, I watched it with a buddy of mine. And I was like, okay, the I think the, the first two were both PG, mm-hmm. which... Having watched Excellent Adventure and then Bogus Journey, I would say P- the Bogus Journey probably bordered closer to, especially with some of the images. Bogus Journey was a little more mean spirited, but but even yeah. then, it's not really. But yeah, but I was like, this one's PG. They do say the f word at one point, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> at, d- <laughs> and not, did they? Well, not 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 fuck, but they they say fag. Oh yeah, which oh, is yeah. really in, like in, doesn't play well like in twenty twenty in woke twenty twenty. Yeah, but it was like B- face the music was PG thirteen. Yeah, and I just I really racked my brain. I could have I don't I don't know what they why they uh, why it was rated that. But I was like oh it was extremely I, tame. Extremely I was like, I really, tame. I mean like I can't think of anything in the movie that was like okay for a PG thirteen especially in twenty twenty. I was like this is really pretty <laughs> light on anything that's yeah. Any kind of offensive or when when the Bill and Ted's encounter each other a couple times, like it gets a little combative, (laughs) but but never really bad. You know, I was like, is it because Ted drinks? I mean, is it the alcohol? I mean, like, like, what is what is the reason for this? Because like every, I mean, because they are just like really sweet to each other and really sweet to the princesses, and like their daughters are just, I mean, they're. It's they have that same kind of quality, but yes, I, I like that in the in the dialogue where I think it was Bill talks about um, I can't remember Bill or Ted. I mean, clearly it's one of them says that, about how um, expansive their music knowledge is. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and that's that's really I mean that set clearly sets them up for right. You know, the third act. Yes, it was like they are. It's like okay, these two I mean really know their stuff. When they it do comes to music. Exactly. They 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 have they 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 do the deep cuts. You know, like they don't just know the pop stuff. They're like everything. So just students of music, and I, I do like how it sets them up in the third act. It's it's really, it's really sweet. I really dug it a lot. Uh, so yeah, so they have this sort of failed counseling session, and uh, you know, like they go home, and then you have the whole interaction with the kids, and and then Kelly shows up in the little, the the new version of the the phone booth, and this things really start to kick off. Uh, you know, like she shows up like, hey, you know, like we're getting a little impatient. You know, you you you've got like seventy 
no, no, you, what do you got? Like four hours, two hours, something like that. You got to write this song. Like, let's yeah. have it. <laughs> and she takes them to the future where they first time they've been to the future, I guess, since the first film, when they see uh, the the time travelers, you know, like I, I think that's the, the last time because they've been, you know, they went to hell. They've been to the past numerous times, obviously. Yeah. But they only, I think, went to the future that one time in the original movie uh, where they, you know, they see all the, the floating council, the, you, yeah. know, you know, like whatever. And, and all the futuristic people come out and do like the little strumming thing. So, you know, they, 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 they're sort of there to answer for themselves, you know, and they, and they're kind of like, oh, you know, like when they get there, it's sort of uncomfortable. They're met kind of like, like you've been fucking off a little too, like, let's have it now. And, you know, like, you know, they, 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 I love how they show up and it's kind of in the trailer where they're like, you know, like, what do you, what do you have to show for yourself? And he's like, party on dudes. You know, like they kind of do the whole thing from it. <laughs> they're like, uh, we don't really have anything to <laughs> no, say. No, we don't have anything new. <laughs> you, you've seen our catalog. You know what we've been up to. It's like, uh, this is it guys. Right. So yeah, they, they, they just throw them in this. They, they give them like access to all of the instruments <laughs> and you're like, here you go. Just, you know, it's like setting a kid down to do their homework. Like, okay, you've had enough distractions for 30 years. Just do it. <laughs> do your homework. It's time to just get it done, guys. Yeah, just it's get just it time done to get it already. done, you know? Come on, quit screwing around. And uh, then they come up with the, the the idea of just like, you know, like, hey, we know we're going to do this. Let's just go to the future and steal from ourselves. And it's it's like a cute little, uh, it's, it's a cute premise that allows them to, uh, interact with like all the different versions of them future of their future selves. They get to kind of yeah. do that thing like that. I think Alex Winter is just so good at. He's really good at playing multiple characters. Like that's his talent, I think. And you know, he's as playing all the different versions of Bill. Like and and Keanu is really good too. But I I love Alex Winter in like these moments. You know, like when they're doing like the British versions of themselves, the more the the or the supposedly successful version. And they've got the glammed out long hair and like British fake British accents, and they're just having all kinds of fun with it. And of course, they peel off the wigs, and they're just like their hair's messing. Like my God, like what the hell happened? Whoa, things have really. <laughs> I'm gone not awry. really sure. I understand like why they Bill and Ted's got so evil. Was it because the princesses left them? Why did is so? That's clearly, I guess, why Keanu started to drink. But they they got really evil, like they're shooting at themselves and shit. <laughs> it's just the there's just no logical explanation, really, reason why. Like they're you know they're they 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 try to steal a Dave Grohl song so they could take it back to the past and pass it off as the song. It, I told it, you Dave Grohl gets back this week, right? <laughs> and I would like Bill and Ted open the front door and they're like Dave Grohl. <laughs> In their like Bill and Ted kind of gesture, so um, what? How did how did you feel about the all of the future interactions? Like how they would sort of go, you know, couple years, then like five years, ten years, all the like way into the future when they're almost basically dead. Like how how did you feel about all those scenes? I, it was it was a, a a fun plot device. It was one of those was like um, I liked that you know because when we saw the trailer, we you know we clearly saw. Um, the uh, really when you when you get right down to it, we saw the bulk of the prison scene. Yeah, in yeah. The trailer, right? So it was like, um, but it was. I mean, it was this. It's a little dark, but it's cool. Okay, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, there there was 
there was some some complexity to the storyline added by the whole um, the princesses going to all the different you know yeah. universes and yeah. all the different things. Gave them something it to was, do. It was it was it was something fun that set them on their own path, right? To to get to and I liked that they linked it up because it, it it's one of those I feel like that could have been really lazy mm-hmm. if they hadn't kind of started it with the watch the line the the George Carlin line it's like it all comes together at the end of the story <laughs> yeah as like I, I it's just something that he always of, liked to say you're like since when yeah he never said that in like, any of the other movies no I was like he never said that wasn't that wasn't a thing <laughs> that it was wasn't like a, a oh yeah remember that from the first couple of, it's like no that wasn't a thing <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was just. He just made that as it's like okay, whatever. But it's like I liked that they, you know, they kind of have all this, and and they made it make sense, and that was what I, what I liked how everything kind of wove together when mm-hmm. they get to that last that last stop where they go and they meet their old, you know, their elderly selves. Yeah, and you see the princesses go in in their phone booth, and mm-hmm. that's how that whole th- is like okay, that's where this pays off for me. Yeah, because it's. It, it's done with real intent to really kind of weave that all together. Yeah. And then you have, you know, this, the, the, Dennis they tried, the they really tried. <laughs> they made it. <laughs> so, <effort. yeah. laughs> it all. And, and, and in that, you know, because it, what it did is it really, I mean, as the audience, you knew the entire time that Bill and Ted, that these future versions of Bill and Ted weren't a foregone conclusion. Like it did, like they don't have to be these guys. Yeah. That the Bill and Ted that they are, you know, they're like, no, okay, we have the song. We could go back and save everything, but our kids are in hell. Yeah. And so we got we got to go get them. You got to zap us. You got to kill us. Yeah. And and, and so it's a like, great, okay. it was a great device to get death back involved. Yes. Uh, you know, so like they, they go to hell, uh, which I thought they, they, they did an excellent job portraying hell in this, <laughs> like with the budget they had probably. Yeah, it the was much more writing than the first time. Yeah, it was, it was really good. And of course, it you reminded get... me much more of the little Nicky version of Hell uh-huh, than the yeah. Bogus Journey version of Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that for sure, for sure. Kind of a Pee Wee's Playhouse version of Hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, we of course we see Death. They the, the great scene. You know, like because like he the the big fun scene that everybody remembers was the whole like they play the games to oh. trick Death to bring them back to you know like to, you know, the battleship and the, all that shit and so he's back at it again you know he's doing the hopscotch and ted's like, like is he cheating he's cheating <laughs> i loved that i was like and God, even though cheat? they they did that they did that in the trailer it just still it uh, still paid off in the movie it absolutely like, did he's, cho- he's playing tetherball <laughs> and well and if if you when he when they go into his little apartment house yeah, thing his little there. domicile <laughs> if you're paying attention in like in the first scene when they walk in the door if you look in the back corner you can see the uh the magnetic football leaning up in the corner oh i missed that i missed and that. up on the shelf he has battleship and oh. i just i love those two little i was like oh that's so good fantastic nods no no i was drawn to like the wild stallion record and you know like he's he's living in the past uh, and then, you know, like they, so they, they built in this whole conflict, I guess, between death, you know, like you tried to sue me, like you tried to take wild stallions. <laughs> I was wild stallion. <laughs> 40 minute bass 40 solos. Minute bass. 
and it was it was really sweet how like death was sort of just pining for the old days he just really wanted his friends yeah. back um and uh it was it was up to uh billy and thea to kind of smooth things over and they they kind of hug it out and then next thing you know they're they're in a truck going back up to uh back up to you know to the living i guess which so. um i did i did really 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 like that moment when they first get to hell mm-hmm. and they see their daughters yeah and you see you see that in the trailer and then you, ted has that moment with his dad where his yes, dad's like it was great it was all true yeah you did go travel they, through time ah uh, it felt so like i was like man i'm gonna cry this is like he's he he finally is making amends with his dad because his dad was so hard on him in the first movie and I love. I was just this quick, sweet little moment. Yeah, and they didn't make anything of it. And no, I was like, not really. That's so great. I love that they did that. I do too. I, I was a nice. It was a nice human touch. You know, like it didn't. It didn't have to be there, but it was great that they did. Yeah. Um, and you know, like they're all on the same page all of a sudden. Um, so you know, so of course there's all the fun scenes with with Dennis Caleb McCoy <laughs> like Dennis you know, Caleb as you mentioned already so we don't have to retread that but all of this stuff in hell works great like every every bit oh, yeah. of all of act 2 is fun uh you know act 2 is also in like in the parallel storylines like you have Billy and Thea and they're doing before hell and like they're assembling the like so it's like you got Billy and Thea they're doing it's like a callback to the original Bill and Ted movie. They're assembling the band. Then you have Bill and Ted. They're they're kind of off to their own devices, not doing so great. That's sort of like the thing. It's like Bill and Ted. They, you know, they're they're lovable. They're non abrasive. They're very encouraging. But they're 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 kind of and they're really always screw ups. Like not yeah. n- not necessarily always, but they never really get over that hump. Uh, I hate to call them screw ups because they they did record a number one hit and they did sell out the grand canyon yeah. so like they're not total screw-ups but no and and they have i mean i never got the it, sense that their plan was gonna work ever you know like as they're going through <laughs> going back year after year until they eventually encounter themselves in prison as we saw in the trailer well, and it was a great and, scene and, great great scene and when you when you get right down to it i was like okay for a major for a major rock group from the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. That they disbanded because of the things the the issues with death, which yeah. are goofy, funny little things. Right, right. I was like, e- even when they're like, Oh yeah, Ted, you know, I was like, Oh, and I started dr- you know, I'm drinking. It's like, yeah. but you don't drink now. It's like, okay, these guys don't even have vices. Like no. it, it wasn't they get all coked out and, no. and just burnt out. It's like, no, the even you know, Years and years and years, like they get back from couples counseling, and when when Ted's like, "I'm tired, dude." Yeah, it's like it's when I was like, "Okay, their Bill's plan is like, all right, we got it, we got to keep at it, we got to yeah. write the song." It's like you've been doing this for twenty plus years, right, right, and you're still just like, "Okay, we're supposed, we have a destiny yes, f- to yes. fulfill." It's like it's all just this dedicated, earnest. We're supposed to do this, right? We know we're like, supposed to do this. We can't quit. We want to quit. We know that, you know, like, it's like, again, like, they're they're goofy, they're airy, but they're not stupid. No. Um, and and they're, uh, like, they're, I mean, they're really, like, when you, when you, could, you know, I guess it's one of those things when you start getting old, you're like, these guys are positive role models. Right. <laughs> it was like they, they raised children successfully. Yeah. yeah. You know, they love their wives. Yes. And they're, yes. you know, they're dedicated absolutely. to their families. Yeah, absolutely. Like, these guys are 
Bill and Ted, they're good guys. They're good guys. They're good guys. So Act 3 comes rolling around, and uh, it's a good payoff. It's a good Act 3. Um, you know, the, oh, the, 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 you know like the Bill best. and Ted are assassinated. They do come back to life. Let's rock! Yeah, so, right, right. <laughs> and then Dennis is trying to, like, you know. You don't just say, right. let's rock. <laughs> I love how he shows up like like bangs on the back door and he has to like he, even when he gets in he awkwardly walks past like everybody stepping like, on people's feet. Hi, I'm Dennis Caleb McCoy. Like he has to walk all the way no, up to the he's front. Gotta, he's got to get a front seat. <laughs> but but when they come back, they they you know they they do land on that spot and they figure out like oh this is what that MP forty six like this makes yeah. the prophecy is here and they they have no idea steel still. Because even though, even though like the older Bill and Ted, they did give them the the song, and they heard themselves playing a bit. Yes. So they they kind of knew like when they when it was their turn to sh- jump in and have their little moment at the exact moment they oh. they kind of did it. Um, but but it's like what? How do we pull this all together? Like clearly, their their destiny is a thing. We we've we've experienced a lot of crazy shit. So like we believe that this is gonna happen. Here's this yeah. band that our kids put together. We've never like okay, I get you guys got Jimi Hendrix and a couple other like seems pretty random, but okay, <laughs> let's do All it. Right. Uh, and they're just have right there yeah. is a tr- is a truck is a from flatbed Guitar truck that World. just conveniently turns into a stage. With, I was like, oh, look, with a, just with a van full of instruments like nearby. Here's a truck full of instruments. <laughs> this seems rather fortuitous, yes. guys. Uh, and and it, it it just blows my mind. It's like it was kind of like the way things wrap up in this movie reminds me so much of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. How when yeah. they kind of get to the end of the movie where they're they're sort of playing with time travel, real fast and loose. <laughs> like yes, oh, they're okay. like hey, let's like let's remember the trash can and like a trash can falls yes. out of the sky and like goes over and like it really reminds me of that because they're like okay we're gonna create infinite us's and we're gonna go throughout the like time and hand instruments to everybody and ted even like comes up to like deacon and he's like you know i, I forget the line but it's more along the line it's like in case you're wondering i'm an infinite me you know <laughs> yes and like i'm an infinite being so and then, like i love i love the like delivery of like beck bennett he's like awesome and he's got yes, like a ukulele it's, it's or so beck bennett or a saxophone <laughs> yes it's and it, and like it is 100 percent beck bennett uh, but like it's just like it wraps up so fast, and you get the song, and you know the song is okay. It's fine. I, I like it. It's cool. But it, it kind of like left me with the same feeling as like the God gave rock and roll to you, which was supposed to be the moment in the Bogus Journey. It's like I don't understand how like this God gave rock. I mean, this is a Kiss song. <laughs> like this is the yeah. song. So you know, it, it's this real kind of weird song and like it it's there's like tons of like you know you got all these instruments being played and bill and ted jump in and they're doing that like little solo thing and it's fine but it left me with that similar feeling it's like i don't really none of this matters like this song doesn't have to be any good uh it's just everything that's <laughs> happening is just so glorious and fun to look at it's just it fun is. to watch <laughs> i i have what i've watched the last 15 minutes of this movie like seven or eight times yeah it's a I lot just, of fun to watch. Right there. It's just fun. It makes me feel good. Like I it, like it, movies that make me feel good. It, and and that's that's what, I mean like I think because I've I've thought about it a number of times and I'm just like every time I come back to it I was like okay there's I think even like when I think about it in the context of 
all that's going on in the world and the year 2020, yeah. how weird everything is. I'm yeah. just like, this is the, I was like, the whole message of this movie is like, if we could just forget everything else that divides everybody yeah. and everybody unites all throughout time for this yeah. one song. And it's just a cool thing because it is. Yeah. Like it's not, it was like, it's right. not like, oh yeah, this song is the best song. It's like, no, it's just the simple No, we're just, we're, we we're, we're, um, we're participating. That's what, yeah, that's just why it's so special. Together. Right. We're participating. We're, we're together. Uh, through all space and time and you know like as we know it or whatever like the great line that they repeat a couple times uh, <clears throat> and that that's just it uh, and it, it ends so abruptly it's hilarious yeah, it's like, it's like, and it worked it, <laughs> yeah and that was it it's like what, what? <laughs> I, I can't remember like a lo- the last time a movie just ends so jarringly like okay like, yeah. <laughs> and it worked <laughs> No epilogue. Nope. Like three lines of dialogue from from Billy. Yeah. And, and you're and you're like, and uh, the, that was the song. Yeah. Have that a good was evening. It. Like, and it what? worked. And it was like, oh, this ends the credits. And it's like, ah. And then of course you get like the great little scene at the end with like yes. old Bill and Ted just rocking, rocking out. Ah, uh, that that is Which, something I could watch forever. <laughs> and it just and it kind of bookends it perfectly to where it's like. And you know, I think they're first. really playing because we know that Keanu is a musician. Like, oh, yeah. He had a band. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't speak necessarily for Alex's chops, but like it looked pretty authentic. Uh, and it was, I mean, it was just, it was, it was that kind of fun because it was like everything about this movie and every time I watch it, I just love it more. Yeah. As I'm just like, there's, there's so, I mean, so many things about this movie. It's like, I think I think if it if it had come out and like I still would have really enjoyed it if 2020 was a normal year, mm-hmm. but I think it's because it's like I mean and it's not like oh there's a vacuum there's nothing else I have to like this movie right I think it just shines even brighter because it is just this it's just happy and fun yeah I don't have to explain it I don't have to well there's the no I just like it and enjoy it because it's happy and fun and good people are doing good things yeah. and everyone's smiling and happy at the end and. Hey, nobody, you know, they went to hell and they died, but everybody came back and they were all good. They played music and it was, it's like, eh, it's just good. I, I, I think happy. that even if had, even, even if things didn't turn out the way they have in 2020, like all of the movies were released on schedule as they were originally planned. And this, this film would have just opened up amongst other monsters. You know, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't yeah. have like made a ton of money. It really wouldn't have, but I could totally see myself as like a palate cleanser. Like, okay, yeah. yeah, like Tenet was was heavy and like made you like, whoa, like, you know, all your concepts of reality and shit. Like, I, I still don't even really know what that movie's about. But, you know, like I'm sure it's it's a Christopher Nolan movie, so it's gonna it's gonna be heavy. Very, very heavy. It's gonna challenge your concept of everything. Yeah, well, pretty so. much. That's what, what we look for in a Christopher Nolan movie. And Am you know I even real. Yeah. And then you got like Bond and like all these other big movies that are that were supposed to come out, Ghostbusters, big blockbusters. Mulan. Mulan, yeah. And then you got this like little Bill and Ted movie that, you know, would have probably made 30 million dollars or something and yeah, it was would, have, would have done, done some business it would have done not. a little bit of business that one weekend you know people like you and i who are just just want that um bit of optimism and nostalgia yeah. that, like whatever you, you get from something like this so um i i think even then it would have it would have been 
just just enough you know like it would have i still like you know like we we could still do our top 10 like we usually do for 2020 i don't know how that's gonna look <laughs> but i i could totally I like see like this being a movie that it, it kind of like you know a star wars kind of things like it it scratched an itch and i i enjoyed it it may yeah. have not made the 10 but it would have been an honorable mention for sure and you know, yeah, you know, like the more I mulled it over, and the more like I realized, like you know how I am, how I tend to rank things. Like if a movie makes me happy, I, I can look past a lot of negative. Yeah. Like I can look past a lot of gaffes. I can look past a lot of things that don't make sense, and and put it in a top ten. You know, because like, I enjoyed it. It's fun to watch. Yeah, I could see it sneaking in there on that merit. That's because that's how that's how it is for me. Is just like every time I watch it. I just and and especially like the first time there was so much excitement just in, hey, it's a brand new movie. Yeah, it's a it's a new movie and it's not a cartoon. Right. This is an actual movie. Yeah. This was going to be and in it, theaters for sure. And really, because people may not actually realize that theaters are open. You can go to a theater. They are. You could go. You could buy yeah. a ticket and you go to a theater tomorrow. You could see Bill and Ted in a in an AMC or a yes. or a drive in. You know, you could go to a drive in and see it. It it's playing. You, and Cinemark. You can go to Cinemark. Okay. Cinemark's open too. I I, t- I tell you what the the first couple of weeks that every because I was uh, looking on like Fandango and stuff. Yeah. Um, Steven Spielberg was doing really well in theaters because it was all Steven Spielberg. It was like E.T. Wow. Jaws. Uh, and I was just like, oh yeah, all right, well. There we go. Well, it is I mean, funny because like you'll you'll hear things like what there's another oh, Interstellar was like the top gross yeah. movie in theaters at one point. You're like, there this is weird. This is so weird. They're like, hey, we got a Christopher Nolan movie coming out. So here's one of his other ones. Here's the movie. So here's you, the last movie you really seem to like a lot. <laughs> yeah, you you'll probably yeah because let's they got the New Mutants. I do actually kind of want to see the personal history of David Copperfield, which is kind of, it's got Dev Patel, and it's a little bit out, it's not one that's going to be on a lot of people's radar. Unhinged with Russell Crowe, mm-hmm. that one came out, and I was like, eh, yeah, just pass on that, because that one looks kind of horrible. Right. Words on a bathroom, uh, words on bathroom walls, I have no idea it's what like, that is. like, no, it's a bunch of who cares, you know? <clears throat> yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog, Black Panther, you know. I, right, yeah, Black Panther was like in theaters and like making good money because obvi- for obvious reasons. I mean, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. The unfortunate Bozeman. passing of Chadwick yeah, Bozeman, and that is- that's another thing is like the day the the day this Bill and Ted Face the Music came out oh, and debuted the- was the day that Chadwick Boseman literally literally three minutes after I finished yeah. watching Face the Music and I'm just basking in the glow of this amazing right. movie. I get on oh, my phone. Oh, Chadwick like, Boseman died of Chadwick cancer. Chadwick Boseman dies of cancer. Of like, cancer. Oh, come on. Of cancer. 2020, you just got to shit on everything, Black don't Panther you? Black is dead of cancer? What? I'm like, He's exactly really? my age. <laughs> you couldn't even give me the evening to enjoy this. Yeah. You had to kill Chadwick Boseman today. Yeah. In the middle of my movie. Go fuck oh. yourself, 2020. So hard. 2020, you suck ass. <laughs> Uh, so that, but that's the movie. It was, it was a good time. It, it was, you know, worth the wait for sure. Uh, it makes yes. me hopeful for movies like uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, you know, like they, they can make these types yeah. of movies good. You know, whether yes. whether or not we'll ever get a Beetlejuice too. Uh, you know, movies like this gives me hope. Like I, I would absolutely love to see Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice one more time. <laughs> 
He's he's got it in him. He could he could pull it oh, off. Oh, one hundred percent, he could. You know, like if you, if you watch the, uh, you know, uh, Homecoming, like you see that glim, yeah. that glimmer, that little that that little devil in his eye. You know, he still got. Yeah, he still got it. One oh, he hasn't lost it at all. Gina Davis. Everybody's waiting for Gina Davis to come back. <laughs> My gosh, it's yeah. been too long. Alec Gina. Baldwin. He's been he's been like he's, riding the comedy train for years. He's now. been doing. Uh, he did Drunk Parents. It was, yeah. a, it was a movie he I did. I mean, I honestly parents. haven't liked him in anything since like 30 Rock, but he's more than capable of doing comedy. Like he's a, f- he, he can he be a can funny be guy. A, he can be a funny guy. He can be a funny guy. Um, so, you know, I'm hopeful that we could get that Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. <laughs> I'm keeping my fingers crossed. It's, you know, it's not too late. It's not too late. It's never too late, it's apparently. Too late. It's never too late. <laughs> Uh, just keep riding that nostalgia wave as long as I possibly can. Yeah, uh, I'm look. I'm waiting for my uh, Big Trouble Little China with a rock, or if that's going to happen. Still, I don't know. That, yeah, that'll be <laughs> that'll be interesting. Uh, but th- this was a good flick. I, I forgot to mention that it was uh, directed. Uh, who was it directed? It was a guy, a pretty known director. Um, uh, oh, Dean uh, Pariso. Parasite? Yes. I don't know. He did, yeah, he did that Galaxy Quest. Galaxy uh, Quest. Yeah, which is great. It's a great Highly flick. underrated movie. I Hi, love that oh, movie. F- oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, and some other notable things, like Red 2, Fun with Dick and Jane. I mean, he's you know he's done some stuff. Uh, but He's been around for a little while. It, it was a great movie. Uh, it was a great way to cap off the uh, the end of the summer. And, yes, highly uh, recommend. We, we were totally robbed of a summer movie uh, season this year. Uh, it makes me wonder, like, you know, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, how how is the next year going to go? But that's a topic for another day, I guess. Uh, I want to keep this just for Bill and Ted face the music. Uh, this what, is just Bill and Ted, kids. So if you were to give it a rating on a scale of, you know, I, we, we usually do a letter grade, I guess. Uh, what Honestly, what what would you give Bill and Ted face the music? Not um, Not even in the vacuum of, like, it's the only thing that's come out, you know, all that, like... Ass- even assuming like other stuff was out, like how how would you feel about this movie even then? I I just love this movie so much. Like like you said, it's when I was like, I I mean, I you you would really have to push like outside of my critique of of the the Ted um, apparel choice. <laughs> yes, that's like my that's like the my one only negative thing that I could say is like it's, why it's when I was I'm like. Ted uh, just I, doesn't I, look right. He sounds he right. Does, like, he just doesn't he, look right. It's when I was like, I don't feel like Ted would wear this. Why? Why? No. This and is not, and not to go off on another tangent, but he, the way he moved around felt very stiff and weird. You know, it's like yeah. you see him in things like John Wick and he is doing stuff in John Wick. Like he's whipping his head around and like doing like physical maneuvers. But like, I felt like, wow, like did it does does Ted have arthritis today? <laughs> well, it's one of, one of the things, and I was glad I was glad that they did. I mean, really, when you get right down to it, uh, I mean, I didn't count it or anything. But the bulk of the dialogue is coming from Alex Winter. Yeah, and that's a it's a good. I mean, I love Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves. He oh, is absolutely fantastic. Yes, but Keanu Reeves is really more just like let's put Keanu Reeves in this. Like, oh yeah, should we write a bunch of dialogue? Like, no, don't. Just let him be in it. Alex has always felt like the driver as Bill in these yeah. movies, and it would well, it would be it would be non authentic to have like a Keanu dri- driven Bill and Ted with just Alex Winter there. 
Yeah. Uh, well, cause, and that's cause, why I think it was a great thing that the original writers were involved. They kept oh, yeah. it, they kept it grounded in, you know, quote unquote, in that Bill and Ted lore. It felt yes. very like, like it should, but you're great. Right. <laughs> but if I, I mean, because, because I mean, the only thing that, I, that I, the only thing I even feel remotely inclined to take points away from is for Ted's apparel. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just like, no, it's an A. It's an A for me. I just yeah. I love this movie. Me I too. Love this movie me too. Through and through. Me too. Uh, the The moment I decided, the moment I even think about a B plus or an A minus, I just remember how good it made me feel. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like I mean, I can forgive I it. I can totally forgive it because because like when they're when they're meeting their future selves, like he's not wearing that stuff and he is kind of dressed differently, and you like yes. you kind of get taken out of that weird like. You know, it's like the uh, shirt's untucked, but it's not long enough to be an untucked shirt. No, I know, I know. It's like it's barely, it's barely it's so untucked. Short. Like he has such a this, long torso, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> this this feels right. like the outfit of of a of a middle a female middle school principal. <laughs> like that's like the Debbie, greatest. Debbie, the middle school principal, would wear <laughs> this outfit. He stole it from Debbie, the middle school principal. I'm just like, what, what is this? Because because uh, you've, I mean, Alex is so wearing weird. the Wild Stallions t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ties his plaid shirt around yep. his waist. Yep. He looks like he belongs in the 90s. Right, right. And I, like, because my and kids Ted looks noticed, like he walked out of the Gap. But yeah, like, it's like, what is? It doesn't well, make sense. Are you all right? Man? Right. Is everything okay? I, I guess. Is I guess everything? the prince, one of the prince, like you know, Elizabeth dressed him. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Will you please stop wearing that smiley like, oh, face dude. jacket Give that me, you always like, wear? <laughs> I'm like, sad not to see the smiley face. Put, put on. I I did like that they put it on his guitar strap. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was, I was like, okay, at least give. But I was like, I was really hungry for the converse. I was really hungry for the converse. I was like, could we just get him a pair of? Converse I know. Converse? I was thirsty for some Circle K too. Like, just, I- <laughs> just something, man. Just give me. Because Alex, you felt like, is like, okay, this guy, this, he's still Bill. Yeah, yeah. And it's like he's he, this is the Bill clothes. Like he's dressed up like a grown up at the beginning, but he takes the plaid shirt off, ties it around his waist. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. This is and like, like that. All right, we're that going shirt. To is like just a scissor cut away from like a midriff, like <laughs> oh, totally, totally. <laughs> and you and he's he's in great shape, man. Like he's like totally yeah. in great shape. Like he could pull that midriff off, like if he wanted to, if he wanted to. But yeah, maybe but Keanu uh, didn't feel like you know, like okay, okay, like I know I'm John Wick and all, but come on, <laughs> I got to so cover like this up with this shirt. He's <laughs> so well dressed in so many other things. I was just like, what? Were you just you worn uh, out from parent teacher conferences? <laughs> what in the world, That's man? That's so weird. It's my only gripe too, man. Like I just don't like it. And the facial hair thing. I yeah. You know, give the facial hair. They could have at least give him. And I know he's not going to cut his hair because you know, like Ted always had that kind of like really lazy bowl cut thing going on. Yes. For, he wasn't going to do that in this. Like he he still got his John Wick hair, but without the John Wick beard and suit. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't he, work. I was like, yeah, man. Couldn't they like, put a wig on him or something at least? Like, dude, I know you don't want to cut your hair. Something. Uh. Something. It's like, this feels sadder than sad Keanu. <laughs> uh, that's like, true. Keanu, man. No, you're not sad. That's so true. You're not sad anymore. No, you're not. You're happy. You've Keanu. never been sad. You've always been happy. 
You're awesome, Keanu. It's just, just society that's sad, not you. Yes. <laughs> we want to see you in not a blouse. <laughs> that's what we want to see. He looks like he's dressed like like uh, uh, Lois from Family Guy. <laughs> like he's got yes. the same shirt. <laughs> yes. Do a, do an image search of Lois from Family Guy. I mean, like if a you green if you button took, down shirt that's not quite long enough to tuck in. If you took if you took his outfit and all you did was change the clothes, I mean, because you, you could even give him red hair. <laughs> like he's Lois from Family Guy. You change that from like the salmon to the green. Yeah, yeah you change yeah. the color from gray to yeah. khaki on the pants. Uh huh. Like khaki colored Lois pants. From, that's that's Lois from Family. This the Keanu version of Lois. Uh, can we lose the beard and make him dress like Lois from Family Guy? <laughs> I'm, like, this I'm, is Keanu Reeves you're talking about here. What are you going to make these crazy requests? And Keanu's just a good dude. He's like, I guess you have a good reason. <laughs> it's like, what? Uh, it's like, keep him in that tuxedo. Keep him in the, the the shiny tuxedo. Let him wear that. It's at least got some character to it. It does. Like, it does. Just, that fits a little bit more. Mess. Yeah, like high school prom, late 80s. <laughs> this fits him better <sighs> He still needs facial hair But it's like I can excuse it if he's wearing this cool shiny tux I can appreciate that You're right So That's a good choice yeah. That's a good choice Thanks for listening 